Welcome back to the social podcast. My name is Carson Taylor. I'm your host. And besties, let's get right into it. When I just said I'm back, I thought about that song. I'm back and I'm better. Won't you bad as ever? What's that song? I don't know the name of it. Anywho, this week we're talking about social media. It is a hot topic. I keep seeing all over my Instagram oh my gosh, I didn't realize I had to be a content creator, photographer, this, that, and the third, yada, yada, yada. Let me tell you, let me tell you one thing. If you are a hairstylist in 2023 or 2024, I guess it'll be 2024 by the time this post. If you are a hairstylist in 2024, being on social media is now a part of your job title, period. This does not apply to the hairstylists that have been doing hair for five ever and have a full clientele, do not care about education, is happy in their little bubble with their clients, and that is that. But if you are a hairstylist and you're wanting to build your clientele in 2024, you have to have a digital footprint. You don't have to be the best at it, but you have to show up on media. I know social media can be very intimidating. I know it can be very confusing and very complicated, but... The best part about social media is that it's always changing and you can figure it out pretty quick. The best advice that I have for you is just start. Just do it. Click record and go. It doesn't have to be staged. It doesn't have to be something so crazy that you have to keep up with. I'm going to give you guys some tips and tricks that I do with my social media and the videos that hit for me and go viral for me. Viral? That's what I meant to say. (laughs) Before I give you those, you need to understand this. Number one rule, people are nosy. People want to know what you are doing, period. Outfits of the day, day in the lives, get ready with me, get unready with me, wash my hair with me, literally anything. People are nosy and they want to know. It's human nature. People just want to know what you are doing. The number one thing that I post that I try to do at least once or twice a week, sometimes three times a week, is OOTD. Outfits of the day, what I'm wearing behind the chair. I don't always dress up behind the chair, but the days that I do dress up are the days that I post. Second thing that I do is get ready with me's. I don't do them often anymore, but when I did do them last year, they hit really well. Talking about advice, talking about things that you can do for your hair care, When you're at home, buying a tripod is the number one step, first of all. I should have said that in the beginning. But another thing, too, is setting up your tripod, pressing record, and recording your consultations. I like to record most of my appointments, and then I'll chop it up so people don't know what me and my client are talking about, for one. And for two, they can kind of see, like, how I am behind the chair. I think a lot of people fail at social media because they put this act on and persona on that they feel like they have to do. And honestly, I post those videos so people can see my personality behind the chair because I think that's what makes it good. Being yourself, having a good personality, talking to your clients, engaging in your clients, doing a haircut, setting up your iPhone and literally going is the best advice that I can give you. Another thing that I like to do, which I feel like if you're a short girl, this works for you or you're a short king, this works for you, but I'm super tall. So my tripod cannot hover over me. 
I think a lot of hairstylists who are shorter can have their tripod and their phones hover over them, which makes for better content, or they have assistants that can hold their phones for them. I don't have an assistant anymore, so I use my tripod and it works well for me, but it is a little bit more difficult because I am taller, so it can't hover over, but it also can't be in between my arms. So it's just a little bit different. Being intentional with the things that you post and how you engage with your with your people on social media is game changer. Put a few fillers out there. The way that I got started on TikTok was that I made a video that went super viral and then it just kind of opened up from there. But the video that I made was how much money I could make behind the chair in three days. Looking back on that, it should have been how much money does my business make because obviously that was not my take home. But it went viral. People started following me. A lot of hairstylists started following me. A lot of people started asking me for advice. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. So you're going to have to post a few videos for fillers to see like what people want to see. But one, number one thing that I have found is that people like to be educated. So if you have something to say on a topic and you want to educate on that topic, that is what will get your foot in the door. And that's truly what got my foot in the door. I keep up with that same pattern of education, outfits of the day, get ready with me, go on a date with me. I like to do personal things on my TikTok as well. My Instagram social medias are separate. I have a hair and I have a personal, but on TikTok, I just, I have it all on there. Every now and then I like to just put in like what I'm doing if I'm going out for the night or sometimes I'll get on live and I'll just talk and I know that it's hard and it's intimidating and it's scary, but once you start talking and people start commenting and you can engage with them, I think it gets a little bit easier. This will be my third year, I think, doing social media. Mm, I don't even want to say doing social media. This will be my third year actually actively posting on social media and building a following. And it does get a lot easier when you kind of figure out what you want your content to be. One of the hardest things for me was figuring out how to edit the photos. I am still trying to figure that out. I get ideas from other creators that are doing the same thing as me. And I try to mirror that in the way that they edit their videos, not their content, but just the editing and just see what hits and what doesn't. There is nothing wrong with following people that are more successful with hello, I'm having a stroke there's nothing wrong with following people that are more successful than you that you want to mirror in the way that you run your business. So after listening to this podcast, the first thing that you're going to do is download TikTok if you don't already have it. And if you do have it, you're going to change your name from that user 5678910 to your Instagram name or what you want to be known by. And then you're going to press record and you're going to record whatever you want your content to be. I try to stay centered around hair, centered around education. But like I said, I like to feather in and sprinkle in a few just personal things just so people can see my personality. That is my advice for TikTok. My advice for Instagram is you don't only have to post hair. I recently figured that out. It was very hard for me to keep up with my content and post every single day because I don't do five to six colors every day. Honestly, sometimes I don't do three colors a day. And sometimes I can't take pictures of my client's hair because of the sun, because of rain, because of the time change and it being pitch black outside. And then if you use a ring light, the lighting's not great. I'm also not a hairstylist that uses editing apps for my client's hair. Honestly, it just is what it is. When I take the picture, 
I just post the picture. Obviously, I post the best one, but I've recently realized that you can actually brand your Instagram on the colors that you want, which the colors in my salon are white, black, and tan. So I base my Instagram off of that. So some of the things that you can post and the best thing about Instagram is that you can save your post in the drafts. Same with TikTok, but it's easier to do it on Instagram because they're little posts and they're not videos. The pattern that I have found that works for me and what I have recently changed is I'm not posting back-to-back -back hair pictures. So what I'm doing is I post one hair picture. I kind of write a caption. I truly need to be better about my captions. Honestly, I just, it's a lot. Like it's a lot to think of captions to actually write and for people to engage, but you want other hairstylists and other people like your clients or potential clients to engage with your content. So I post a hair picture and then after a hair picture, I'll post a quote that I like and I'll say something about the quote or I'll post a client review or I will post a picture that's not hair. That way you have three other options that you can post that will have fillers and be fillers for your next hair post. It just kind of sets you up to not have to post a hair picture every single day because I have found myself when I was posting hair every single day, I would literally come home and post three or four things at the same time. When in reality, I should sit down, write captions, save it in my draft and then post once a day or twice a day or not post back-to-back -back hair pictures. So now if you don't have a hair Instagram, you're going to make a hair Instagram. And in my opinion, I know a lot of people don't agree with this and that is totally okay. But in my opinion, you need to keep your personal life and your business life separately. And I do that very well in the salon, but I also do that very well on social media, especially Instagram. Both of my pages are public. So if my clients end up wanting to come to my personal page and follow my personal page, that's okay. I just think it's easier to have a hair Instagram and have a personal Instagram because the things that you do personally is none of your business None of your business is business, if that makes sense. Your clients don't have to see you going out on the weekend. Your clients will have to see what you're doing in your free time. If your clients want to see that, they can go to your personal page and follow your personal page. That's why mine's public. People can see all the things that I post and they are doing that willingly. When you have your personal Instagram and your business Instagram together, the lines kind of get blurred and I don't want anyone to ever think or have an opinion about me because of the things that I do when I'm not at work. Not saying that I'm dancing on the tables and shooting out the lights, but I'm just saying everybody has a preference and everybody meets me in a different setting. So like the people that are going to meet me out in public that I'm at a restaurant at or I'm downtown or I'm, I'm walking on the street, whatever I'm doing, they're not going to meet me in a professional setting because I'm not in a professional setting. So set yourself up for success and keep your Instagram separate. I just think it's best that way. I do think TikTok is a little bit different. Like I said, I do post some personal things on there just to get the engagement up, just so people can know who I am. And then once they find my Instagram, they kind of go to my TikTok and vice versa. Another tip that I have for you on Instagram and TikTok, and you can do this on Facebook too. I don't really know the algorithm on Facebook, and I'm still trying to figure it out on Instagram, but I do know that hashtags work tremendously on whatever you're talking about. So I don't really do hashtag FYP anymore, 
But one thing that I do is whatever I'm talking about, I hashtag it. So if I'm giving advice, I'm going to hashtag advice. If I'm giving um, hair, hair education, I'm going to put independent education. And I always tag my name. So hashtag CTA hair. That way, when someone clicks on my hashtag on Instagram and Facebook, it'll pop up all of your stuff. So everything that you've ever posted, people can binge watch your stuff. People can get a feel for your personality and clients can make a decision if they want to sit in your chair or not. People think that this is not true, but I will stand on this. And I heard this, I want to say at the beginning of the year, and it's so true. Clients come to you 70% of your personality and your professionalism and your customer service rather than how good you do their hair. Obviously, good hair is a plus. You should always perform professional services and luxury services if that's what you want to do but honestly like I do good hair but I think that my clients love me and my personality more if that makes sense I mean obviously they love their hair too but you get what I'm saying your personality is so important to show on social media so other people can see that side of you it's almost like clickbait like you know we post whatever we want on social media it doesn't matter like I post, and I think people forget this, I post what I want to post on social media. I give access to the things that I want people to know about me or to have access to. That is it. I don't post every single thing about my life on social media because some things I want to keep private, but you just kind of have to like inch it out. Like if you post like a clickbait and say, oh, I have an exciting announcement next week or have an exciting announcement tomorrow, please stay tuned yada, 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 that kind of gets people excited for what you're going to post. And they're going to be on the lookout. Some people might even turn on your post notifications. I know for a freaking fact that someone on TikTok has my notifications on because every single time within like 30 or 40 minutes of me posting certain videos, it'll automatically get shared. I already have one share within no time. So the only way that that happens is if somebody has your post notifications on. People can turn them on on Instagram as well. One of my best friends has me on her post notifications. She's like my number one fan. And she's like, yeah, I saw that you posted on Instagram today because it literally sends her notification. I love doing that. I turned on the notifications for certain people that are on Instagram and TikTok. So when they post videos, I can see them, I can engage with them, and I can like them, comment, or whatever. The last advice that I have for you is to engage. Comment on people's TikToks. Comment on people's posts. Say, oh my gosh, I love this. Like the comment, share the post, whatever you have to do to engage with other people. For example, my goal is for my Instagram to be my portfolio, but also for my Instagram to reflect education. And then it kind of snowballs from there. For example, if I'm posting something educational on my stories, I'm so bad about posting on Instagram stories. I'm getting a lot better with it. I'm more intentional about that. But if I post something on my stories and I'm like, hey, click this link to see what I have to offer, I want stylists to be able to do that. And I want my clients to know that I'm confident and competent enough to stand behind the chair, educate them and educate other hairstylists. That is my goal. I want people to know that I'm here to help them be successful in whatever they're going to be successful in. So just make sure that you're always engaging and you're trying to comment and like on other people's posts just so they can comment and like on yours. It'll boost it into the algorithm and kind of do the work for you. It just makes your life a lot easier when you engage and you add hashtags because a ton of people will look up hashtags. So like where I'm from, 
I have a lot of clients that'll say, yeah, I just typed in Spartanburg hairstylist, or I just typed in Greenville hairstylist, or, you know, I looked up on TikTok hairstylist near me and like my videos will pop up because I tag the location of where I'm at. I always tag the location of Spartanburg because that's where the salon is. I don't live in Spartanburg, but I post in Spartanburg. So when people see my videos, they're like, oh yeah, this girl's in Spartanburg or I only live 10, 15 minutes away, 30, 45 minutes away. That's definitely drivable. I would love to go to her. That is the wrap up and the end of this episode. I hope you guys learned something from this. Social media is so important and please never forget things you say and the things you do on social media is forever. So make sure you are sure, sure (laughs) that whatever you're posting, you're okay with being there forever. You're okay with somebody screen recording it. You're okay with somebody sending it to somebody. Just be very cautious about the things that you post on social media and how you reflect yourself to the public. That is all I'm going to say on that. I hope you guys learned something. Please let me know if you did. Please let me know if you have any questions. I would love to help you extra on this topic. Also, if you are a girly that loves education, I'm doing a online education class via Zoom in February. And I would love for you guys to be there. We're talking about social media going over business. We are going over how to engage with people on social media, how to set up bank accounts, talking about retirements, talking about a Roth IRA, talking about a 401k. We're talking about all the things. So if you're a girly or a guy and you're a hairstylist and you're looking for online education to where you don't have to drive anywhere, you don't have to pay for a hotel, you don't have to pay for going out to eat, and you can join us from the comfort of your own home then this class is for you. It is on February 26, 2024. I'm doing it with Live to Die by Haley. She is amazing at social media and she's going to give us all the tips and tricks. I'm also going to talk about a lot of business things and the business aspect of being a hairstylist. So if you're interested in that, the link is in my bio. And if you have any questions about that class, shoot me a DM on IG or TikTok and I can send you the link directly. All right, TTYL.